This is the author. 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 Penguin Random House Audio presents. This is the author. This is the author. This is the author. Writing a book is hard. Narrating your audio book is, well, we'll let the author tell you about it. Today in the studio. This is Anne Helen Peterson, and I wrote my book "Too Fat, Too Slutty, Too Loud" because. I found myself writing about a lot of these women in my day job, which is a culture writer at BuzzFeed, and it seemed clear to me that there was something that was changing. You know, I used to be a professor, and I focused on media studies, but also gender studies, and so I was very familiar with the ways that attitude towards women and embrace of feminism and unruliness generally kind of ebb and flow over decades, and so. When my agent first said, "Why don't you think about writing about a bunch of these female celebrities?" we were really at kind of, I think, looking back, the peak of this moment. It was about season two or season three of Girls. Amy Schumer was ascendant. There were a lot of people in popular culture that were like, "These badass women are very popular, very marketable." And over the course of writing it and then editing it, there really seemed to be a turn. I had to do a set of revisions after Hillary Clinton lost. I think we had reached this point, and we're in the beginning of the backlash against this type of woman now. Narrating my audiobook was harder than I expected, but I wonder if anyone at all has ever said that it was easier than they expected. I think the things that I didn't realize about myself when I was narrating—you know—there are words that I just cannot say. Accompanying, accompanying. I had at least ten times that I used that word in the book, and I had to change it to something else every time. I didn't realize there were so many celebrity names that I didn't know how to pronounce. You read them all the time, and then sometimes you kind of fudge them in conversation. But then there's a bunch of words too that are academic words. That again, you write, but you don't use in normal conversation because if you use them, they make you sound kind of like a prick. So I, there was some that I had to look up. But then you know, I had a chapter where I had to use transnormativity and homonormativity over and over again. So that chapter felt like a huge tongue twister. And then there are things like speech impediments that I've had my entire life, like I can't say "girl" very well when I was a little girl. My granddad used to always tease me that I would say like "garrel," and so those just come out, especially as you get more and more tired. In general, it made me more critical of the book, which is rough. You know, my book's coming out in a month, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't like that sentence," but at the same time, I need some distance from it now because I feel very deep within the book after saying every single one of its words out loud. I think it's powerful to have a woman reading this book. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't have a man. Do it. In the beginning of the book, there's a section where I acknowledge that I too grapple with a lot of the things that make it really hard to model unruliness on a large scale.、Um, as much as you can theorize and talk about unruliness and why it's such a powerful thing, I think many readers of this book and myself struggle with having internalized the things that make us feel shamed when we act in an unruly way. And so I think having the author be there right with you, as you're not only processing what's happened to these female celebrities, but also maybe how you, as a listener, 
have either contributed to the way that unruly women are shamed or have felt that shame yourself. I think that's really important. My dream narrator, I mean, I love Katherine Hepburn's voice. I'm like an old Hollywood buff. I really like Julie Christie's voice. Her voice is kind of coarsened with age in a way that I really love. So I think that would be cool. And having an older woman's voice narrate this book would also be really cool, just because in some ways it's a very young book. But I think it would be unruly to have an older woman do it. My mom read to me constantly when I was a kid, every night. And I don't remember cadences. She was very good at it. I don't remember her stumbling ever. I do remember we read Little House on the Prairie the entire series. And that was the time when my dad came in to read a book because there's a book called Farmer Boy, which is from the perspective of the boy. And I realized, I think, at that time that my mom was such a good reader because it was clear that my dad was not a good reader. So it was a a study in contrast. And then I was a camp counselor for probably seven, eight years. And every night we read to the kids, whatever their age was. The little kids, you read until they fell asleep because a lot of times they were scared and needed to be comforted. So, you know, that could be like just an hour of reading Lion Witch of the Wardrobe or something. And then I always loved the high school kids that I would be a camp counselor for. They found it so comforting. And that's reminded me that there's something very soothing about being read to. And to kind of revisit that, not only just in books on tape or podcasts, but to ask someone in your life to read to you or to read to someone else is a really powerful experience. My advice, and this is very kind of straightforward advice, is the very first day I didn't drink enough water. (laughs) Like I drank a lot of water, but because I wasn't drinking enough of it, it coarsened my voice quicker and it hurt it more. So basically every page, every other page, I would take a big sip of water. And that the second and third day really helped me a lot. I have a very strong memory of an audiobook. This was in the 90s. We lived in Idaho, so we drove a lot. And my dad was obsessed with The Hobbit. But again, he was a bad person to read things out loud. So as soon as we were old enough, he got an audiobook of The Hobbit that we could take on a road trip. And the voice was so terrifying for The Hobbit that it's still, like, I still hate The Hobbit because of that voice. My other favorite audiobook is they used to do tape recordings of these little Disney books. Some were based on existing movies and some weren't. It was to teach kids kind of how to read along, and there was a very distinct sound when you were supposed to turn the page. But there was a recording of The Rescuers, which is this movie with mice, and the woman's voice just matched the ambiance of that fear of the rescuers so perfectly, and I can still really, really hear her voice, even though I haven't heard that recording in probably 20 years. So audiobooks stick with people. Tune in next time to hear what happens when another author is in the studio. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.